0: How's it going?
1: It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips.
2: you just being serious
1: right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables.
0: They're all black. I'm working for free tonight.
2: No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? You don't know that i got to tip you. Yes, I do. And just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. What are you talking about?
0: She says black people don't tip.
1: Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole.
2: Don't want to be... Break them off a little democracy Turn their whole culture to a mockery Give them Coca-Cola for their property Give them gum, give them guns Get them young, give them fun If they ain't giving it up Then they ain't getting none And don't give them all, nah man Just give them some It's the paper Some of these cops must be Al-Qaeda
1: Nigga, uh um. Hey, it's your boy Rodimus Prime And welcome to the Black Guy podcast And we also have my wife
0: Yep. Karen.
1: Hey, we we uh, did this
0: out of order. What happened to Rod and Karen? Messing me up. I'm I'm used to my cue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was like, uh, um, Karen, I guess.
1: <laughs> she over there on the phone, y'all. I'm sorry.
0: No, I'm trying to find a number to the po- to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I can give it to y'all. I'm sorry. I need to
1: memorize it, y'all. I have it written down. Okay. Don't forget, guys, that you can uh, listen to the podcast on iTunes, or you can go to podomatic.com and stream the podcast. Or you can go to our Facebook page. It's on there. Just search for the Blackout Tips. Um, and you can just play it right off the page if you uh, if you're at work or something or you can't. You don't have an iPod or an iPhone. I don't know why you wouldn't yet, but it, <laughs> if you don't, that's you know that's your fault. But um, make sure that you uh also leave comments because you can leave comments on the episodes on Facebook, iTunes, Podomatic, whatnot. Um, we love when we get reviews on iTunes. Um, and you know we can see the number growing, and we really appreciate you guys spreading the word. Um, the phone number to leave messages for us and we'll play them on the, uh, I guess on the air. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not live. It's on,
0: <laughs> it's on the air to us.
1: Yeah. It's live, yeah, it's live it's right live. now. <laughs> you guys
0: mission. might get it later, but it's live now.
1: <laughs> so um, the number is 704-557-0186. Um, An unofficial... Sport of the podcast is bullet ball. Where is that man now? I, oh, know. I know, man. Every <laughs> once in a while, it's, it's sad, but every once in a while, I go back and watch that video on YouTube so- and just laugh at his failure at <laughs> life, man.
2: Like, that, that literally ruined my day when I when I saw that when you tweeted that bullet ball. Like, this man really ruined his life for bullet ball. Oh, wow.
1: The best part of the story is when he's like, and all I got, they were like, so what do you have now? And he's like. I guess bullet bomb. It just walked uh, off I was dying uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe that shit man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I guess really?
0: Yeah I mean What woman in her right mind well, I don't <laughs> yeah. mean no harm I mean, I support you and <laughs> stuff, dawg, but damn it. The black guy who tits make us broke, it just might be the black guy who tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, they were talking about uh, selling uh, his wife's wedding ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, dawg. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the official weapon of the podcast is the taser. Yes, sir. We believe in tasing.
0: Oh, it was tasing and salt. Remember that? I forgot to mention that.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a scene in salt, um, which is not a movie you should go see. No, so. Netflix,
0: y'all. Netflix.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you feel like this is a spoiler, then skip ahead 30 seconds, but (laughs) there was a scene in Salt where... she gets behind a, like she's in police custody mm-hmm. and of course she like breaks out of her handcuffs <laughs> and beats up like two police officers kicks him out and she's a daughter from the back seat then she grabs the tase off the guy driving the car knocks him out <laughs> and he's laying there in the seat and she tases him. him every time she tases him his foot hits the gas pedal and she uses that to drive the car yes wow.
0: yeah, best way of a tasing I've ever used yeah. well ever seen used <laughs> not ever used I'm sorry I'm taser free but I do believe
1: even tasering, <laughs> um, and I guess should I even keep bringing up July's undress, Mom? Because I haven't you got, got a couple any days left. A couple I haven't days. got any naked pictures. I'm holding out this, hope. This is the last, the last uh, promotion,
0: right, right, What's next month
1: gonna be then? I don't know. What's what's less than undress? <laughs> Dress, Mom? I'm running out of stuff. <laughs> Dress, mom? Well, September's just gonna be S, month <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, man. So uh, basically uh, just. Ladies, just go to, just go and send us some naked pictures, okay? If y'all believe in, I see these downloads from all, all over the place. I would say swimsuit.
0: I bet you get. I bet you swimsuit. You probably get.
1: Yeah, any state
0: of undress. <laughs> to be. Oh, okay, and see that. Yeah. See that. I was thinking it was 100% naked. That's probably when you ain't got no pictures. You should have oh, have stated oh. Swimsuits and. You know, lingerie, if that's if that's the kind of photos you I want. I thought it was understood
1: undressed is any state of undress. You yeah. don't have to be completely bald butt booty naked. You could be, like, oh. covering yourself up with some, you know, sheet or a towel. Oh. Or yeah.
0: Okay. The hand, whatever.
1: <laughs> Pastings. It don't matter.
0: <laughs> you take it off. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so and direct it towards him, y'all. I, I don't want to see that.
1: So, <laughs> I, I found out uh, today, um, the guy who, like, runs... H- oh, shit. I didn't even introduce Kevin. Kevin's in here. The other person, <laughs> the other person y'all here, hear? the voice a boy, Kevin.
2: The <laughs> third voice.
1: Yeah. Damn, I'm tripping, man. It's five minutes in, and people are like, who the hell is this 8 for you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, Kevin is KDBlue2. That is I. The number two on um, Twitter. So, you know, follow him, guys. I know, uh, if you're following me, you probably see me talking to them all the time. So, you know, whenever you see me talking to somebody more than
2: once, you should probably follow them, too. because They're probably cool are, enough. Yeah. yeah, if they're cool enough for a mention from Rod, then you probably should be following
1: Oh, them. man, Justin was at the gym today. He's like, man, I don't really have followers. Everybody that's following me is following you. So <laughs> they're hanging out with me just because they like you. I was like, whatever,
0: man. That's, Get that's your how numbers you grow. Up.
1: That's how you grow, man.
0: That's how I got my numbers up. Yeah. Um. I, so,
1: so... Um. Anyway, I was listening to uh, the radio and they were talking about Mayweather and Pacquiao. Uh-huh. I don't know if y'all in the boxing or not, but but every time they get their fight together something happens. I'm tired of them. Y'all niggas fighting in the street. I want to see a fight. <laughs> yeah, oh. the the thing is they haven't really got it together because um they like first it was Pacquiao's camp saying uh he doesn't want to take all these drug tests yeah. he doesn't like needles even though he's tatted up yeah
2: but, like a mug which yeah. is kind of <laughs> kind of fishy, kinda fishy yeah. right?
1: but then it was uh after this last fight it was uh mayweather's camp now that was kind of looking fishy that's saying oh we were never in negotiations for a fight uh there was no deadline um and the what happened was a third party, the uh, one of the presidents of uh, HBO's like uh, boxing uh-huh. division, mm-hmm. came out today and said they actually did schedule, uh, like they did talk to them about a fight since okay. like May the seventh. Mm-hmm. Both camps, okay. And the Mayweather camp was like, no,
2: they were the ones being kind yeah. of standoffish.
1: So it's looking like, and I love my man Floyd, man, but. It's looking like he, he kind of bitched out right here. Yeah. And, um, I, I mean, I, the thing about it for me is like, it's weird because boxing fans live in the moment so much. Yeah. They, you got to have some forward thinking. This fight will happen. Yeah. yeah. We will not die with these fools not yeah, fighting. Yeah. It's, it's,
0: it's too happen. much money on the table even if I get my ass whooped, I'm still gonna walk away with a few million dollars. I don't see nothing wrong with that scenario.
2: Yeah, I I think, I mean, I look at it like I think Floyd, who's always a fast talker, kind of talked his way into something that not that his ass couldn't cast, because right. I mean he's probably one of the, you know, probably the best fighter in boxing today. But I think I don't, I don't know if he. I think he kind of had a moment a was like, Damn, uh. Yeah. We're really about to have the fight. That's probably a, <laughs> the second best fighter in the world. Let's rethink this and make sure I'm prepared. It's kind yeah, of, kind it's of funny too myself. because
1: they're both. Um, what's weird is like. This is both of their best opponents. Like Yeah, exactly. Neither yeah, one exactly. of these dudes really have a reason to not want to fight the other That's dudes. Exactly because even if you like I don't consider these dudes like some people are like, oh their legacy will be tainted and all that stuff. And and it will be if they die and they never fight each other. Yeah. But I don't consider this part of the stuff anything more than negotiations. That's the true. only yep. way I would really consider this like an epic failure is if they do not the fight,
2: fight. Yeah. And this could be promoted so well. It could be promoted as, you know, the best boxer, you know, in the world today. You know, that, <laughs> yep. that, that could be played up well and it's the only fight in boxing people are looking for. Yes, exactly. I yeah. really I'm not I mean, I'm really not a big boxing fan, but after the last uh, Mayweather fight, I've really got excited to say, Hey, he's about to fight Pacquiao. Yeah. And now they've kinda had a stalemate on it. So I mean you're gonna get the casual boxing fan, you're gonna get the me, just the sports fan who yep. wants to see this you're gonna get everybody you know chiming in with their boys to buy this on pay-per-view so they need to get true. it going. going i mean it's gonna yeah exactly you're gonna and get that like
1: the problem with this being the only fight is that it's the only fight so they know that and that's why they're not in a rush like, yeah exactly you like i think if it was more like well look man if you don't fight this dude there's a <laughs> yeah, whole nother yeah. fight but every <laughs> other fight pales in comparison and since they know that they're like why fuck up my other money? I can just fight somebody else in the meantime.
2: Yeah.
1: This will be the biggest fight again next year. Five years from now, this would still be the biggest fight. Exactly. It's true. And um, it's just funny when people are like, "Oh, it's, this dude's ducking this dude," and it's like, "Well, this time Mayweather's the guy that's ducking." But three months ago, yeah, Pacquiao
2: was like, exactly. I, I really
1: have no judgment on him. I just this like wake me up when y'all. Fight. Yeah, exactly.
2: I got well, I got one <laughs> question about. It. Do you think? that they could get pressure from the boxing community because, you know, the the thing that is kind of... I mean, you, like you said, there is nobody else that anybody really wants to see fight. You know, yep. nobody's really interested in seeing anybody but these two guys fight. That's right. But you have people who are going to say, hey, if y'all don't want to fight, then I'm going to go watch the UFC people do something. That's what I and do. And I yeah. think they could be getting some pressure. The boxing community could be like, yeah. okay, y'all need to go ahead and fight because we're losing money to UFC. And, I mean, this, this fight right here could really save boxing because I really don't, like you said, I really don't see a lot of boxing fans True fans anymore. It's a lot of people who just want to see Pacquiao and Mayweather. So, yep. And
0: that's true. And, and I know with the UFC, um, they're not, we watched it. I stood up the whole time. I think the rounds are short. Like, exactly. Like, it's it's a just quicker. a little different. Like Roger said, it was more with boxing, it's more strategy and mm-hmm. more, yeah. you know, they, they try to lift in the fight and all that stuff yeah. versus. With this, it's normally the best of the best plays very, fights very quickly, and though exactly. you don't have months and weeks of negotiation going on. Okay, you number one, you number one fight. Exactly. And when you lose in, and when you lose in UFC, it's not traumatizing your career. Like, exactly. fight, I mean, boxing, you lose, act like it's the end of the world. Yeah,
2: exactly. Well, see, that's the
1: thing. Um, number one, boxing, because of the losses counting so heavily, uh, it fucks up your payday. Exactly. And that's why these dudes don't want to fight each other, because exactly. it's like, at like unfortunately after this fight happens the only other thing people would want to watch is a rematch of this fight and that's know? true they can't fight another dude and really get us back into like oh man i really want to watch floyd mayweather exactly. fight somebody else like once you take that loss in boxing yeah that is a mark that lasts forever unlike the ufc where it's like dudes come in the fights and they're like yeah he's 19 and six yeah and it's just like oh cool whatever
2: you know what yeah. i'm saying you,
1: okay. people are okay with that I mean, yeah
2: you see you see rampage you know get his ass handed to him a couple weeks ago and next yep. thing, you know he's an 18 movie like you know yeah. nobody no, no, no love lost like i still yeah. like you know people still like and we'll watch the next fight yeah like, exactly because yeah. that's, like, that's like, just that's with just,
1: boxing you get your ass man what jones got knocked out like <laughs> twice Man, you couldn't find a nigga yeah. to come watch yeah. pay per view for. Him. Man, I was like, "Hey, man, come can watch the fight." Touch, you? Yeah. you got touched. Nigga. Y'all must have yeah. forgot. Yeah, I think he must have forgot. Yeah. He yeah. woke up for that concussion.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah but yeah. uh, yeah, he like he got knocked out like two or three times, <laughs> and I remember being like, "Oh man, I would get this pay per view," but, but nobody wanted to watch it. Everybody yeah. was like, oh, "I want to see this nigga get knocked out." Yeah, exactly. And so it kills his whole like legacy as opposed to UFC. I mean, you can get just like knocked out, yeah. unconscious, almost dead, bleeding. Exactly. And if you're like, you know, three months later, six months later, you're like, "All right, I'm going to be on pay per view again." Everybody's like, "Cool." Yeah. Let's what do time? It. Let's do it. And the other thing I was going to say is that the uh, UFC is more unified than boxing. Mm-hmm. Boxing has so many different agencies that award belts.
2: Exactly. Exactly. You can have a
1: guy. You can have a guy that holds like.
2: Yeah. You Five got, of six belts. You got no, state man. commissions, then you got the, yeah, like you said, the national commission, yeah. then you got internet. You know, it's a lot more that goes in the box. Yep. the UFC is just one big case thing. Yep. And I think for me, it's just being an athlete, you know, I can appreciate. The, the athleticism that goes into boxing. Right. But the, the the total athleticism that you have to have with UFC mentally and physically, because yeah. you got to be prepared for a nigga to kick you, punch <laughs> yeah. you, submit you. When boxing, you know, even with the last Mayweather, I can't even remember who did Mayweather fight like in, in April or something around. Uh, uh, um, it was the big fight then. Exactly.
1: Same, same, same. Yeah,
2: it was a lot of leaning and ducking. I mean, yeah. there were some, you, you got about six good connect, like, oh, type yeah. of punches and the rest of it was calculated in the very the UFC guys just they just get prepared as strength as strong as they can get yeah. as in much stamina as they can get and they just go at it Well, it's that's the, what also, I appreciate it's the rules of the sport
1: like they make that sport conducive to big finishes you have every undercard only gets three rounds the rounds are five minutes um and there's no like Alright, like in boxing, what happens a lot of times a dude gets up on points and he's doing math in his head for the next like three rounds. Yeah, that's what that's what yeah. I was, that's he's what like, I, was like, I got now. the knockdown, okay, let's see. Then I got that round. I, I think I got the the such such yeah. round. You know, I'm leading him in, in this many I'm punching more than him, I'm doing this, and all of a sudden you get into like round ten, and it's just a dude going, as long as I don't get knocked out Oh yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. And that's you so, get a lot of grabs and things like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: UFC is on some like, look, you win the first <laughs> round. <laughs> yeah. The other dude wins the second round. That's the math. One at yeah. one. You, you gotta to come out. Yeah, somebody three. to rip somebody head off. In the <laughs> third round. You so. go down 0-2, You get to the third round. That's the math. Yeah. One dude is down 0-2, He's desperate as hell. He can only
2: win this fight. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's and that's. I mean, that's what appeals to me. The casual. Just. Yeah. I want to see two people just beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, and I that agree. appeals to me and more so. And, and I can. Like I said, I can respect. Floyd's defensive fighting style where he's very calculated, you know, I can can respect that.
0: And I think for me, too, the thing about UFC, the first time I was watching it, I didn't realize they had so many different fighting techniques. They was like, Yeah, he's a master in jiu jitsu, and he's a master in <laughs> yeah. karate." I was like, Because I had the mindset of boxing. Yeah. So I was like, What is all this? Karate and, and Chinese? Yeah. I was confused, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. And I was
0: like, Oh, so it's like a holistic fighting. Like, yeah. they really and come with, with physical yes. fighting techniques exactly. that they went to school to learn yeah. how to do. So then it makes more sense
1: to me. It's yes. like Naruto.
0: Okay, because I was like, hey, there's there's no kicking and boxing. I was like, why are we using our
1: feet? I was very confused. Well, different people specialize in different, like, jutsus and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Okay. It's like one of them might, you know, pull out a Sheridan and make everybody freeze (laughs) and then attack him in his brain. One of them has the dreams. (laughs) Had a shot gun. Yeah, one of them, uh, yeah. One of them might be the Hokage. You never know what's going on. but now nah, UFC does have different strategies and whatnot. Uh, but the fact that it's more unified, the fact that the rules are more conducive to like, let's get a knockout, let's get a big yeah. finish, let's make one guy the aggressor. Yeah, it, it does make it better. Now the one thing I will get boxing, and it's very unfortunate, but when you have a very talented boxer, there is nothing more beautiful to watch. Like I that's can true. watch Floyd that's Mayweather. True.
2: That's, that's true.
1: Fight people that are like, I remember so many people, so many fights. It's probably, it's probably been over ten fights. The last ten Mayweather fights I watched, people have always been like, "Yo, this dude's the dude that's gonna knock Floyd out." Then they get in the ring together, and then two, three rounds into it, you're like, "He can't even
2: hit him." Yeah, exactly.
1: Damn, what's going on here? Exactly. And that's like to me, that's the like. There's nothing more beautiful than watching that, but you don't get four guys like that in boxing at the same exactly. time. That's exactly. true. You get like one dude that can do that. Two dudes that can exactly. do that. Exactly. And all that the sport is about is when will these two dudes fight? Yeah. And don't let them be different weight classes because they'll never fight. Yeah, exactly. That's true now. Exactly. And when exactly. They, or if they do fight, like the weight classes have messed one dude up, like yeah. put on too much weight, it took off too much weight. And it's like, it's never an even battle. Yeah. Where That's UFC, true. it just seems like they just got dudes where it's just like, look, we got we're gonna make this match up yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna exactly, find another guy exactly. that, that'll that fight you um, but I have an idea if I can get Mayweather to fight Pacquiao um, <laughs> I think the dude at HBO he fucked up he shouldn't have said we couldn't reach a deal what he should do is schedule two fights with different d- opponents on the same day <laughs> and then when them niggas show up just be like hey man your other boy ain't show up <laughs> Y'all
2: might as well do it. You might as well get it. Oh, there's Manny
1: here, too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Is Pacquiao in the other box dressing room? Is that Manny? Come here. Boy, <laughs> right here. Boy, that something about your okay. mama. Yeah, best of hit my shoulder first. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would make them, I would treat them niggas in the fight, man. I was thinking about that today. Like, why are we even sitting around letting them negotiate? Let's just get yeah. their ass to fight. Yeah, huh? Get some street
0: clothes. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. they
1: just pull up all up to the ring. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get ready. Dude, where these cameras come from? After blue jumping at the trees, yeah. uh, behind the bushes. Oh, um, uh, that'd be a classic. So, um, t- uh, the other day, um, my boys on the email were talking about the Captain America movie that's uh-uh. coming out. Um, and I guess the director of the movie gave an interview. Um, so I want to read a little bit of this article. L.A. Times caught up with director Joe Johnson, who also directed The Wolfman.
0: Ain't he a basketball player?
1: No, that's Joe Johnson. Okay. <laughs> this is Joe Johnston.
0: I am about what? to say, damn, you're doing it all. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they caught up with director Joe Johnson and his $120 million contract to talk about Captain America, the first Avenger. So I guess that's what they're naming the movie. Oh, cool. I hope it's good. Which he said will make the title character less about America and more about being a good person. We're sort of putting a slightly different spin on Steve Rogers, he explained. He's a guy that wants to serve his, community, serve his country, but he's not a flag waver. We're interpreting that what the comic book version of Steve Rogers was. He's just a good person. We make a point of that in the script. Don't change who you are once you go from Steve Rogers to the super soldier. Johnson continued, uh, It's also the idea that this is not about America so much as it's about the spirit of doing the right thing. It's an international cast and an international story. It's about what makes America great and what makes the rest of the world great, too. And um, what I found funny about that is my friends, um, they had like this false outrage to those statements. Like, somehow he was changing Captain America or whatever. No, I don't know if they read <laughs> the comic books or seen any of the cartoon series. Like, one, Captain America's got to be one of the lower... Echelons, yeah. One of the lower purchase. I won't say echelon. I mean it's pretty highly promoted within Marvel, but as far as buying it. Gotta be one of the lowest bar comics. That shit has ended like seven times. Like every every couple of months, it's like Captain America's coming to an end. Nobody's buying this shit. So like, let's not pretend yes, like we're it's all. Like, Think like a
0: dude with extra huge metal frisbee. Come on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on.
0: How entertaining is that gonna be? But for so many episodes. I mean, yeah.
1: the, the, I'm sure there's depth and there's complexity to the character. Um, but every time I have read a, com- a comic strip or a comic book about Captain America. It's never come off as like this flag waving, like almost like the the new Republican form of patriotism that's that right. they try to promote during like the primaries and shit where it's like, I hate Muslims and I love killing people that hate America. Like that's never been that's never been what he's about. It's always been something like uh you know, our soldiers are stuck in a bad situation. Yeah, they drop home. Captain America down up in there. That's he right. moves everybody's ass, gets the boys back home, you know. Yeah.
0: He's most complimentary, like, if other characters are in there, he's one of them dudes. You go, oh, I know who
1: that is. Well, he's, um, I got, I mean, I wouldn't say complimentary. He's, he's a main character. He's a main staple of Marvel's universe. Okay. But what it is, is like, he's, the things that he's good at like leadership skills okay you know what i'm saying like it's never just about just patriotism it's no, not that's solely true. That's true. him giving these long drawn-out speeches about how america's great and everybody else sucks so it's, it's it made me wonder why he did this interview this way and i think he's just trying to get publicity for the movie because true. nothing he said is that controversial he's no, like it's, not. it's about being a good person it's not just about being an And he knew that people like Fox News and what's going to run with this is like, Uh, uh, what kind of liberal lefty communist is trying to uh, take this movie? Like, what was he going to do? Jump down in an SUV and beat up all the Muslims and take the oil? Like, he was never going to do any of this shit. He's always been just kind of a um, more, it's always been about him being a good person. That's true. uh, And one of the more um, recent um, story arcs they had in Marvel was called the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And it's where, like, certain comic book characters, like... And these are all pretty much heroes. They line up on, like, two sides of this issue. And the issue is that um, there's a fight in this little town. And one of the bad guys, quote-unquote, blows up and, like, destroys this town. And so the America decides, hey, man, y'all need to get registered with these powers instead of rolling out here with suits <laughs> and just fighting this shit. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? And which I think is... A completely realistic story, and I'm surprised it's never really happened before, where somebody actually said, what would happen if, you know, Captain America or Iron Man did blow up a building? Like, don't you have to, even with them trying to Regular. do the best, yeah. we would try to regulate them. We wouldn't even oh, let... Yeah. Dude, we don't even want to build a mosque next to where the towers fell at, yeah, and exactly. it's been like 10 years. Exactly. We would not just let... Like somebody blow up a city And they be like But it's the Hulk Leave him alone yeah. like, We're <laughs> going after him So um now
0: nah, $50 million worth For property damage Hell no Hulk yeah. Right
1: So in this story the, U- the USA The government was on the side Of look man Y'all gotta get y'all ass registered And Captain America was like no, this is about our freedom and you can't just take somebody's freedom and it's their right to want to do blah, blah, blah. And he fought the government. And that was the big part of the story and, you know, spoiler alert, I mean, it's probably about four or five years old, so I don't know if y'all read it or not, but near the end, he kind of comes back to like, well, I guess if I don't have, if I have a mask on, whether I'm doing good or bad, I'm kind of being part of the problem. Because I'm just an unidentified dude and people know who he is but there's other dudes that you know like Peter Parker the Spider-Man nobody yeah, you know Batman, what yeah, yeah nobody yeah. know who
0: these
1: people are so I mean but it was excellently written but that's an example of him saying I'm gonna be a good person fighting a good fight and being against the U.S. technically, okay, yeah. so it's like if you really care about this comic book character, and these these dudes that I'm talking about don't even read. They're my friends. Yet. These niggas do not read no, comic books. Well, I can
0: tell you that right I now. Read, they I don't going go to the
1: movies unless <laughs> yeah. it's
0: on Netflix. Netflix yeah. when you said you go to the movies, yeah, Netflix. Damn it, that ain't the movies. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. The other day I was like, I'm gonna go see Salt, and they're like, uh, I said, I, I don't think I'm gonna go see Salt because uh, you know I don't want to spend that money. And they're like, Oh, I want to see it, and I was like in the theater like no that's not the same thing i was talking about uh, yeah but yeah. anyway man these dudes it was just kind of funny to me man we i still like, love y'all but y'all don't read books. don't even yeah. pretend yeah yeah I, I, let's just wait till the movie comes out and see i mean it, yeah. i can see if the motherfucker comes out with a chinese sign on his <laughs> on his shirt then all <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he comes out with the canadian flag i'm like all yeah, right yeah. all right y'all had a point but so long as he's Captain America. No, I'm cool. I can't be mad. All right, so we got an email. Cool. Um, And it's from Ruben. And uh, this is mostly about you, but I, you wrote okay. it to me. <laughs> hey, Rod. Me and my wife just listened to your last podcast. As usual, your opinions were entertaining and insightful. And that's when you know, like, something. Like, however, but <laughs> <what. laughs> However, yeah. my wife and I noticed... That Karen seems to, uh now remember in the first sentence it said me and my wife. The second sentence she said my wife and I. So I think his wife really noticed this and then he wrote this email. <laughs> so she was probably hovering over him like, you better write that email. You better, you better do it. Yeah. You better see it right. His sin. That ain't how you spell that. All right. <laughs> However, my wife and I noticed that Karen seems to agree with everything that you say. Sometimes it seems like she wants to take a different position than you, but her views are easily changed tell Karen that it's okay to disagree with you once in a while <laughs> it make,
2: yeah I it would, think he wrote it yeah I definitely think he not his wife <laughs> yeah. it it, definitely from a woman it,
1: it will make for an even more entertaining show also the dude who thinks Nelly and Chingy have anywhere close to five Mike albums
2: need to be <laughs> born <barring> from the show I'm gonna say honestly I was sitting on the bed just listening and watching TV and then when I heard him mention Chingy I was like hold on Will you're <laughs> killing your whole crap You're killing your whole (laughs) credibility. If you mention Chingy, Jackpot, if you mention Mr. Right Third in a realistic (laughs) hip-hop discussion, I I just really can't. It really, it I can't can't stick up for you. It
1: made he made me think of my new uh, standard on the spot. If you can't get a GED, (laughs) I can't be calling your albums classic, man. I got I got to stop. I got to stop supporting rappers. That's, that's dumb, man. I can't do it. Yeah.
0: If we can't spell your lyrics out in 16 bars alone, we rapping. We do
1: not want to. Yeah. We can't support you. So, Karen, what did you think about the email? I mean, do you feel like... Uh, and I, I do want to say that I think this happened because uh, remember when we were talking about the prison, the inmate who was using YouTube to promote himself? Uh-uh. Like, we did disagree. I didn't come away feeling like I changed your mind. I really mm-hmm. felt like you still... Thought that they shouldn't be wasting your tax dollars. <laughs> right. We just didn't keep arguing about it. Like, what the fuck is going to happen from that? Like, I, I was on one side. You were on the other. It's not a big deal, yeah. you know? And
2: so, what top, you think? And
0: on top of that, I think that I'm just going to keep it real. Our relationship, y'all, we get along. We don't argue, big or fuss and fight. And I think for a lot of people, they think if husband and wife not at each other's throat, calling each other bitches and hoes and screw you. That something's wrong with your relationship. We disagree and we don't always see eye to eye. Um, But at the same time, if there's something that I really feel strong about, that I really disagree with him about, I will make it known. But something like that wasn't big enough for me to emphasize on and hold the podcast up extra 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's <exactly. laughs> a an
1: 50 minute podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah almost two hours. We, we'd have been striking the two hour mark, <laughs> you know, for something like that. But, you know, we've heard other people say that before, but we're just not an argumentative couple.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's two things about that that's weird to me. One is. I'm never going to argue for fun. No, like, <laughs> it's not fun at
0: all. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm that. Yeah, 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 he got to live with me, y'all. Yeah. It's ha-ha-ha
1: to y'all, but when it might go off, he still got to live with me.
2: They're
1: yeah. Yeah. So like, okay, and we're done. All right, baby, we back to normal. You know, no. So uh, that's part one of that. And then part two, I don't want to force a disagreement. So it's like if, if I want the show to be natural. Yeah. So if we actually have a natural like, hey, we disagree, we, yeah. You know, we don't see eye to eye on this. Then it's natural. We that's the end of it. Yeah. You know? But if we get to the point where it's like uh, we disagree about this, and we have to start dwelling on it, we want to really examine why we disagree. Um, I'm not really for that unless it is natural. Like yeah. Yeah. that was not that big an issue. It was like an article. Yeah. My opinion was noted. Your opinion was noted. Um, I didn't feel. And like it's weird because I think because we didn't keep going, they probably think I change your opinion. Yeah. I felt like I won the argument. I was just like, yeah. okay, she's not going to change her mind and next argument. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, we, I don't argue like yeah, that. Yeah, i
0: tell you one thing. We ain't got no tally board. For those of you that got tally boards, it's Roger 1, me 0, but I don't give a damn about your tallies. <laughs> you know, I don't keep a track.
2: Yeah. I think one thing people might be on Earth too is, I mean, they're married for a reason. They get along on a lot All of right. subjects and they're able to See each other's point of view So, uh, you know I'm sure n- It might not happen on the podcast But there might be times where Rod disagrees with Karen And then he sees her point of view And then sides with her You know, oh, in yeah. their everyday life So, I mean It's not some, you know Eat the cake Addie May type right. stuff Going on <laughs> <laughs> he, not, I mean he I know, know we don't have any it. Vi- We don't have any video on the podcast So y'all probably think He's got like a hand through a face like, like, agree with me You know yeah. She's not gonna get Pre- her ass kicked for disagreeing. And she can disagree If she wants But they agree on a lot of topics Like, so. that's the thing
1: about Uh uh, I think love and real love is like more about consideration and, yeah. and sort of little things and like what what I think a lot of people don't and maybe it's because we've been together so long I take it for granted I don't really realize I, I am introducing people through this podcast to our relationship yeah so it to me is it's so like commonplace where it's like we don't agree then you say something and I'm like I can I would give that legitimate consideration Unfortunately, I don't do that for everybody, and maybe they think, "Well, why don't you do that to your wife? Yeah. She has passed the test. Like I've already, <laughs> yeah, we've crossed that bar." There's a lot of people where it's just like they say something stupid. And I'm like, "That's stupid as hell." And that's the, yeah. <laughs> you know, we
0: can't yeah, keep and, discussing stuff that. I think sometimes they treat it like the playground. You know, my my job is not to embarrass my husband, and his job is not to embarrass me. It's almost like I want to go. Ooh, I guess he yeah. told her. Ooh, yeah, like, you know, yeah. but. We ain't, trying to, we ain't trying to do it with that. So, uh, should we have more arguments on the podcast then? I think we should, nigga. I mean, what's, what's going on here? I mean, they want me to get cranky hype. I mean, come on now. Shut Let, up. I decide. About it. <laughs> I get to decide. This is
1: my podcast. <laughs> Let me tell you what she thinks about this. Listen. <laughs> she's going to have the steak and the peas and no dessert. She's just putting on a little weight. Eat the cake. Oh. <laughs> 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 um,
2: yeah, I don't, I don't know.
1: It's, if it happens, it happens. But I don't want to... Um, I don't know. I don't want to force an argument. Um, all right, and then uh, we actually got some feedback on um, the website where I post this uh, sohh dot com. Cool. Where I post the um, you know, I post the, the episodes, and people they send back a lot of feedback all the time. Um, and I, I some of this was so stupid that I have to read it. But um, <laughs> like somebody was like, uh, "I'm going to listen to one of your shows one of these days," I promise. And I just replied back, "Don't strain yourself." Cause I mean ah, We're we about do, 50 episodes do, in Hey, if you get don't, in you just do don't. Appreciate you man. Yeah, but, you yeah we almost at like the old man age Yeah, it, it's, And she was like I have a hard time Sitting still and I said uh, You know listen to it while you work out yeah, uh, While you clean it. up the house You know a lot of people listen to it that way too You know you don't have to just sit down And listen to it you like whatever you know Listen to it in your car you know I don't care Um Then uh somebody said uh that uh who was it um oh Ivan have i don't get that name but whatever it's probably somebody famous but i don't feel like wikipedia and that shit <laughs> um it said you should summarize the discussion to get people interested in listening to you how is rick ross like alance armstrong i'm curious but not curious enough to listen to this um t- two two things about this number one I name the show something interesting to get, get people to. Listen.
2: to listen, yeah.
1: uh, if I actually uh, summarize it, then maybe like write a blog about it or write some sort of uh write an even bigger description than the one we already have, what would be the fucking point of listening? It wouldn't be. You get like I, like if I did that, why would you listen? Yeah. That's like me being like, so I wrote a book and the book is called How to Make Your Wife Happy. But it, it's basically just about don't be an asshole. Anyway. But like, I'm going to
2: speak it out loud to you right now. <laughs> Wait an hour and a half of your time after I already told you everything is
1: going to be yeah. you know? Like hit play or don't hit play. It's really very, very simple. Yeah. I've made it as simple as I can for you. I'm not going to spend an extra hour at yeah. the show I'm typing out the conversation. Yeah, that's so. right. Um, and then somebody, we talked about Up a little bit. And this said, this dude, Corner Boy, said, Nigga, <laughs> really, what's sad about Up? What's sad about the first 15 minutes, y'all are hilarious. I think Drake just has too many songs on the album. Album would be better a better listen if he uh, dropped some songs that weren't needed. Then again, I wasn't a So Far Gone uh, fan. Nice album, but I thought it was overrated. Had the same experience with the rap name in college because I talked about having a rap name. Okay. But oh, uh, let me address this Drake point. I agree. I just think that he had too many songs. Uh, he took out about. Matter of fact, when I deleted about four or five songs, I actually liked the rest of the shit. So mm, you know,
0: whatever.
1: Ah. If y'all into that uh that singing shit, that's on you. Um <laughs> I had the same experience with the rap name in college for open mic shows. That's when I talked about people coming up to me and being like, Oh, what up, Sweetwater? And shit like that.
2: <laughs> it's funny, it's funny that you say that, because uh, I was with Miles and Ryan the other day and I, so I was like, Y'all need to come up and a hoop. They're like, is my boy Sweetwater gonna be yeah. in there? <laughs> they told me the whole story about like I got dreams of scheming like they still remember the lyrics like they were really riding for the sweet water like they really rode for that rap artist like Ryan Barber shout out to him and Miles they really remember the lyrics to that track like
1: I like it's been at least at least six seven years. Yes, it has. And maybe longer. I still to this day get people that come up to me and, and quote a quote lyrics. Yeah, right. like oh man, remember when you said uh, you know I put two holes through you like two tops? Like man, I'm just embarrassed by it at this point. I wouldn't shoot anybody. I don't even know what I said. shit I just thought it was clever at the time. The rhyme. Um, yeah, but well you got real bills to pay.
0: Your attitude <laughs> changes about your rap lyrics.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> that right. shit would be about work right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's nine to
1: five. Nine <laughs> to five. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time I, I wrote a rhyme. I didn't actually record it, but it <laughs> said something like... uh Pull up to the job with the still employed lean. <laughs> <laughs> get my paycheck, call it, uh, get my white collar paycheck, I call it, call it green. <laughs> like, I was like, but don't nobody want to hear that shit. <laughs> like, music for working folks. That's uh, right. Beating six o'clock traffic. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, that's so uh, <laughs> this other dude, Emac, he wrote the show, and this is one of the most in depth criticism slash reviews. Okay. I've ever heard of the show oh, really? and it was kind of weird man because he's trying to be positive but in the same light, he's being negative so it's kind of like the gift and the curse in the uh, review but I took it in a positive light because I, I was going to respond negative then I was just like why? Why do that? That's true. Um, he said I listened to the entire, entire thing yesterday. Props for doing it, but at the same time, just continue to grow. Now, let me just say that that episode he listened to was long as shit. I think it was our longest one. Yes, it was. So, it was. So the fact that he could listen to the whole episode, uh props to him. That's right. For bro, introduction yes, to the show, but props to us because this nigga listened to the whole episode. Like, there's a lot of shit that I've tried to listen to people's podcasts, and I was like, how long is this? Yeah. No, this shit way too boring for that and skip. So um, I gotta come back and listen to that other okay, half later. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially the ones where they just ramble or the quality's low. He's just like, all right. Um, he says, but at the same time, just continue to grow. I listen to radio shows, and particularly, this just sounded like a conversation between people that happened to be recorded and broadcast. There were times when the topics were interesting, but they peaked and went back down. There weren't many jokes or times when someone, someone's personality shined through enough while speaking that gave me, a first-time listener, a feeling that they are funny, a funny or humorous person. Most radio shows have a comedian who is on staff that voices opinions and shares parts of the stories. They don't tell jokes, but they, the way they naturally deliver, th- <clears throat> naturally deliver things are humorous in nature. There were times when someone said something, and you could tell they put a spin on it, and there were some chuckles, but they seemed forced. Um, It's kind of weird, because one, we don't ever spin anything on here. Mm -mm. And two, it, it was... Like, even in his criticism, I took it kind of positive because I really do want this show to feel like a natural conversation when right. you just happen to record a couple friends talking. That's right. Like, I don't want this to feel like a radio show at all. Yeah. I don't like radio shows. Yeah. I don't really listen to many radio yeah. shows. We're not hiring no comedian. Yeah, we don't have no sound effects, no walk-a-walking shit. Yeah. Like, um, uh, no bells, right. no whistles. Yeah, this is more of a conversation. Yeah. You know, the length, it goes how long it goes. That's um, right. The subjects... You know, they will peak and they will drop off, which is kinda the hate the move to the next subject. But that's natural. Like we're not we don't have a uh, producer standing behind us like, let's go, wrap it up, wrap it up, yeah, let's go. Gotta, go. gotta, get, to gotta get to a commercial. Gotta get to a commercial, you know? So um I took it as a compliment even though he did say it's made it seem kinda bad and but also nothing's forced. When he said some laugh or force if it's if there's anything forced, it's natural conversation where it's like it would be forced anyway. Like, yeah, like- if I was talking to you, and you brought up something and you and you laughed uncomfortably. That would happen
2: in, with any, the mic setting. Yeah, in right. any setting. Yeah, in any setting. So, um,
1: like I'm never like just make. Sure, All right, listen, guys, make sure you laugh. Keep, <laughs> keep everybody. Man, we was in here with one guest and um, she was cracking up, but she was kind of covering her laugh. Yeah. And, and the whole time I was like, I'm fine with that. I'm not gonna be like, listen, you need to laugh
2: out loud, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> People need to know how funny. Wait, right, hold shit. up,
2: cut, like pause the like, part. Yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, as a special guest, like I was surprised at the. The level of casualness to the entire thing, I mean, we come up there, he just, he just hit a record on shit, like, we just started going, I mean, I think, I think that's what he's going for, and this kind of foreshadows our Lupe discussion that we're going to have, because he, I mean, you're giving him points to make a successful, like, serious radio podcast, but that's not what Rod and wants. right.
1: And like, so I mean, not
2: that's not the goal. Like that's yeah. not what they're. That's not what they want out of this. So. But I know. do
1: appreciate them. You
2: know, let Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: it's cool that you're doing this. It's very dope. The fact that you have an outlet and can say what you want. The times I heard you cuss was basically when you didn't have anything to say. It's just kind of natural, anyway. But. uh I mean, shit. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, fuck this nigga talking about shit. <laughs> Fucking ass bitch (laughs) ho. Except, (laughs) when we're talking about Toy Story 3, the woman, they always do this to Karen. That's why. The woman. Yeah. She's my wife. She's on The co host, the, the girl, like, she's fire. Her name is it's Karen so possible, <laughs> Your bottom <laughs> bitch. <business. laughs> yeah. I linked the fucking yeah, name. Like, I linked the Twitter name to That's everybody. Fine, y'all. But am um, anyway. That girl on your podcast. Yeah. The woman said that she had to go to her mother's attic and give away her childhood toys, and she'd be like, bitch, you can't have that. But she was saying that if a kid wanted her toys, she'd be like, bitch, you can't have that. <laughs> Which is a joke, and I thought it was funny, but you know. And it said the whole anecdote, from the way she jumped in and there was like, she wanted to say something and just wanted to be heard, but she didn't have strong input to the conversation. It's perfect Uh -uh. (laughs) that she could have described how giving away her stuff would be hard. It just didn't sound like her input was well thought out by the abrupt punchline. Bitch, you can't have that. And then, on to a porn story, that was just weak.
0: Well, I'm sorry I didn't give no soliloquy and
1: no cool
0: about mm-hmm. how I felt about my toys. I'm
1: so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't, maybe they want us to... Like, I just don't want it to be contrived. Like, if that story right. comes out naturally or whatever. But I don't want it to be like, okay, I've been thinking about this. I wrote down this compelling story yeah. where I'm going to talk about how hard it was yeah, to get with my that. toys. I obviously hadn't
0: seen the story for you to even respond. Like, you would have had to see the story in, no. in, in order to even get that.
1: And, well, I mean, it hasn't... Like, if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. Your mom didn't give away your toy. No, yeah. she didn't. So, like, how are you going to make us st- Like, that would be forcing something? just yeah, making up this... Exactly. Like, okay, now it's time to be sad. Everyone stop laughing. And Karen's going to share her daily sadness. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like, come on, <laughs> dude. Uh, this is one of the things you will continue to learn on the go if you continue maybe five years from now. It's going to be big. Um, which is fine. You know, I, I I think that it will continue to grow and maybe I mean it's growing much faster than I thought. Anyway, I yeah. mean yes, it is. It's just a couple of niggas with microphones yes, we are. and <laughs> people all over the globe listening to this yeah. shit. So yeah. um, you know, for us to be so highly rated on a website with literally thousands of podcasts, yeah, we was the number one comedy
0: podcast. Yeah, that's so great, With man. us being that
1: highly rated, um, it it, it does say something too. The fact that we do have something unique here. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. I don't wanna change it to no. fit another person's yeah. format to so that people will be like, Well now it sounds like this. I yeah. want this to sound like yeah. it's not influenced by other people's shit. That's and
2: right. I, I think um you know, what he was saying, was well, like I said, it had good intention and right. anytime you get a comment over the internet, you can't obviously gauge right. the way he was trying like to say it true. or the way you want. You don't get that, that human, that personable feeling of that's like right. tone and things like that. Right. So, you know, the way he might have wanted to say some of those things probably wasn't as harsh as it was. I mean, the way right. he was like, the exactly. woman had nothing to say. I mean, he probably didn't really <laughs> yeah. want to have it come across hey girl. Yeah, <laughs> in that fashion. But, it I mean, you know, like you said, you don't want it to be this this predetermined type of show, right, right? And you know maybe that's the, maybe that's the direction he thought you wanted to go. Yeah, or, and then also
1: I mean, I mean one one thing is his first time listening. Like I think if, the more you listen, the more you get to know us. The more you get to know yeah, the that's all the show. Yeah, and you see what's intentional and what's not. Yeah, you know like the fact that I don't edit out comments. I leave everything in. that's yeah. right. Like. I'm proud of that Like yeah, there's a yeah. lot of shows Where it's like Oh can you can't say that And they take that shit out <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like if We said it We said it You know yeah. Even if we have to Apologize later Even yeah, if we exactly. don't You know We said something wrong Or whatever But um Well I, I wrote back to him Because you know I, I did appreciate That long ass criticism So I said uh, Too bad you've only Listened to one show I really appreciate The criticism But the show we're doing Is decidedly not Like a radio show On purpose It may not be to your taste But I think you hit The nail on the head In the first paragraph it's just a microphone on while people are having a real conversation. We don't force, quote unquote, anything. That's one thing I hate about comedians on shows. They like to force their material into the conversation because they have prepared bits. And if you find a laugh or a comment odd, that's because it's a natural conversation. I think listening to the radio sort of takes away the ability for people to appreciate the realness of actual conversation that doesn't rely on celebrities or comedians. And one thing I want to mention is that we have gotten better in a short amount of time, and oh, we yeah. continue to yeah, try, we try to improve. Do. Yeah, that's a okay. thing. Um, yeah. I just hope that we never sound like a radio show. That's the opposite of what I want. We'll yeah, because me and I actually sat down, and
0: yeah, we've improved a lot uh, when we first started.
2: Yeah, and I think they don't, you know, knowing Rod and you know now me and Karen, I don't think they're the type of people like, well, you know, we already got what we want. You know, appreciate the comment, but we're not trying to grow this. Cause I think, you know, you you yeah. you know, when you see fit, you will make adjustments. To however, y'all feel and, and with some feedback, but you know, it's not like there's a certain desired like radio type of podcast right. you're trying to get going. Like, yes, we hit it. I mean, you just want to grow it the way it feels now. Like, yeah, uh, that's the one whole thing. thing.
1: I the reason I chose this outlet and the reason I. Like this, and the blog so much because I get to be myself, and I don't have to have all these constraints of like, oh, let me hurry up and do it this way, let me change it for this guy, let me like because there's another person out there that's got probably the direct opposite shit to say to him. Or oh, yeah, or yeah, like, exactly. So it's like, this is one place where I get to be myself, and I can respond back and forth to listeners, and I do like interacting with them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if I'm starting to not be happy, if I'm feeling like I'm forcing. Just change the show because it's somebody else. Yeah. I don't want to do the show. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It, um, dude, you want to say something?
0: Yeah, it's just for the fact that we want to be natural and we want to just be ourselves. And what you're getting is the real us. And I think so many people have been brainwashed by radio and, you know, the TV and stuff where everything is almost predetermined and, and you know, laid out for them that if it doesn't come, like, in a straight format like that, it's hard for a lot of people to listen.
1: Yeah, and then he responded back with a kind of a longer one. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to get too far into what his response was. Because it was very positive, I thought. Yes. You know, and I don't want to be like, oh, this is we were bickering. Because we really weren't. It was more like, hey, you know, this is what I'm trying it. to do. And, you know, he, in the end, he kind of turned out to be cool. But then this one, the dude I said, if I summarize the plot, the name of the, the title, yeah. and why I listen... He came back and said, because if it's an interesting point, you might gain some fans. And it's not that you don't... And if not, then you don't lose anything because people don't, won't like you anyway. <laughs> it takes it takes 30 seconds to read a little summary versus 20 minutes to listen to your podcast. And I said, I don't want that kind of listener. Yeah. So fuck that. Like, yeah. I'm not yeah, going to do a But If I got to do more work than say press play, after writing the summary that I already have, which is like we talked about this guy, that's... This. Yeah. I'm sorry, dog. I, I already take a lot of time editing this shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a real long time
2: yeah. sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah. One <laughs> last thing I want to say about the dude who had the uh, emac or whatever. I mean, yeah. it, that, I think that's the nature of what constructive criticism should be. Right. And, I mean, as as much as it, you know, like I said, it came across the internet. He he, you know, said what he liked about the show. He said what he didn't like about the show, and that <laughs> is what constructive yeah. criticism is. And that's how you take it as well. Yeah. You, you know, and, and some people who would have gotten that those comments from him, and like you said, just went off the deep end. Like, well, man, I'm not trying to do a radio, right. you know, like that, but. He's just he's just giving a constructive criticism, right. you know what I mean? Like he, like you said, he took an hour and 50 minutes to listen to the show. And that's one thing that people just, you know, you don't see right. much anymore. People learning knowing how to take constructive criticism and knowing how to also give it yes. in a positive Yeah, and I mean, manner. the
1: thing is, I, like I said, it's, it's a long conversation, so I don't want to get into the rest. But we have very positive interaction exactly. out there. Exactly, exactly. And, and the thing is, too, I think everybody's first volley on the internet is like a fastball. And then, a lot of times, you decide how you want to respond to that. You know, if you want to just swing away and try to get a home run and make them look bad or whatever, I can do that, but I don't when I feel like there's some merit to what you're saying. Exactly. So, with him, you know, I, I responded back nicely. And he responded back, either, like even more nice. And by the end, it's like, oh, we're buddies. So, yeah, exactly. you know, hopefully, he's exactly. got that's,
2: that's that's what you love to see. I mean, it, I can relate it to sports. Like you love to see when two guys are battling, going at it. Yeah. But there's a mutual respect, and, and nobody's really talking. You know, just talking shit for no reason. You know. Right. There's just a great, you know, a great battle going on, and at the end of the day, both people are obviously respect each other's opinion and game, and think the world of each other. And yeah, I think. I
1: feel like Kobe when I stand Matt Barnes down. You know, yeah. Like, all right, dog, you try to throw the ball at me a little bit. That's cool. You can come play with me next year. Exactly. You know. You know I feel like I tamed him. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I, speaking of criticism, man, um, I was listening to this podcast called Slash Filmcast. It's excellent. I've only started listening to it this week. But they talked about Inception, it was a deep, brilliant conversation. Um, and they talked with this critic, this film critic, Armand White. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just so down on Christopher Nolan films. Period. Every Christopher Nolan film. Serious? The Dark Knight, Prestige, uh, Memento, uh, Inception. But it looks good to him. Um, I don't care. Uh, right. what, what, what it made me realize is that um, people who are literally critics, not fans who just have a critical opinion, but actual critics... It tells you more about them than it tells you about the actual art they're judging. And that's true. You can learn a lot more about a person from how they judge a movie or uh, music or whatever. And and it it goes for everybody. You know, you can tell more about me from the way that I feel about Thank Me Later than you can tell about the album. You know what I'm saying? Good point. So, um, I listened to him talk and I was just like, this dude is an asshole. And it was cool, though, because it was like, I know that about you, and I see where you're coming from, so I was able to kind of be like, alright, you're an asshole, I see what your opinion is, and I listen to people try to, like, give them different angles, and get them to consider, like, well, what about, uh, you know, you like, he liked Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, and really praise michael bay's like eye for cinematic is, camera work. Is you
0: serious but he didn't like the batman what the hell is wrong with him
1: yeah he called uh, christopher nolan a con artist uh yeah it was kind of inflammatory rhetoric or whatever wow but um the way he was judging it though was from a, a critic's eye you know whether he liked it or okay. disliked it and then he he also was very disparaging of other critics professional critics who liked the movie so, even, even he was on some, like, my opinion is the only one. Mm-hmm. You could possibly see this after all the training I've had. So, it, it's one of those things where, ah, like, ah. I learned more about him and it taught me a lot. And, and when I see, like, these haters, critics, uh, good or bad critics, yeah. you know, it does tell you a lot more about them. Like, even when that guy was talking about the arguments in the podcast, it kind of tells you a little bit about his relationship and... You know, when his wife made him write that email, they probably had had an argument over listening to our podcast. And she was like, listen, you need to write in right now and tell Karen she needs to stand up for herself and argue more. I know. Because I ain't used to it seeing... tell
0: that man how she
1: feel. Yeah. <laughs> What's her mind? You go, girl. All right, man. Um. Alright, so, um, I want to get into this Lupe fiasco thing. That's why I brought right, Kevin yeah, here Yeah, for, yeah. this would be good.
2: This we've be good.
1: been talking, um, a, a little bit about Lupe getting into it, and we have a couple other articles, but I don't even know how long we've been recording, so we don't, yeah, we better do Lupe now. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll see if we can get to them articles later. Um, so what happened, basically, was, uh, um, Kevin, you correct me anywhere okay, that I'm wrong yeah. or whatever. Um, matter of fact, fuck those articles. We'll do voicemail after this, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah. Um, Lupe basically
2: has a producer. It was a, yeah, it was a producer, and it sounds like he was also a childhood friend. Yeah. Um, Named prolific. Named prolific. Of course, it's spelled wrong. Cause yeah. He he used to got it, right? Yeah, they used to um, they used to work together, obviously in the lab and music and stuff like that. I, it is not really. I tried to look up what projects he worked on. And I don't think he really had any None of his beats really got placed on the cool and, you know, uh, chicken liquor. And that, that's probably what yes. led to them falling yeah. out and him being yeah. outside the circle now. Oh, okay. food
1: and liquor. Yeah. Chicken, they, chicken and uh, beer. Beer is uh, uh, ludicrous. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I,
2: no, I don't want to mix those two together. Yeah. There's not much comparable there. I like moves, but So, um, yeah, I mean, just to yeah, get the background. So I was just serving in that. And I found this. And I was obviously brought to Rod because he's a yeah. bigger Lupe fan than I And really just this guy named Prolific saying, like, Lupe was scared to get his album placed. Like, what happened was he saw, this Prolific guy was on Twitter, like we all do, and saw his old friend or still acquaintance, Lupe, tweet that, hey, I'm glad y'all are making this petition to get my album out. And prolific was like are you serious, Lupe? like it's your fault the albums died out like right. and, then, and then he just goes into the whole thing that obviously yeah. he can, he and he one one thing up.
1: one one thing that um one point he does make and i want to get this out clear i do agree with this point which is that because um lupe was mad about like some songs leaking from his album mm-hmm. he had a mixtape that he planned to release on the internet for free for his fans and he decided not to release it. He pulled it, yeah. And now that is a bitch move. And That's that, my dude. Yeah. That's a bitch move, man. Like, these people have nothing to do with your shit getting leaked. Exactly. Leaks come from inside the studio. That's Leaks right. don't come from fans. Exactly. No,
0: they don't. Because they don't have any access to your stuff or your exactly. material. It's somebody yeah, that got exactly. access to your stuff, done dubbed, the loop,
1: did, whatever, yeah. and then start playing it out on the internet. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, it's kind of... That's a bitch move, man. That's my dude, but yeah. I can't really you gotta call her, that. Like, you got to call
2: her how you see it. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, that's that's kind of whack. So anyway, um, this is prolific uh, on Twitter. And I'm going to try to read this shit, but it's in Twitter lingo, y'all. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you this, doesn't, the
0: characters this yeah. doesn't
1: sound right. This is probably the way he wrote it. Um, So he put uh, the, uh, Twitter, the Twitter trend, we want lasers, which is the trend that Lupe started for fans to tweet and say, I want this, uh, you know, I want this album to come out, and then there's a link to the petition. You can go sign it. Um, and I didn't even sign this petition, honestly. I'm a big fan, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, fuck it. Yeah. Um, we want Lasers petition to Atlantic Records, uh, and then he puts the link, and he goes, "Really? That's what we own now, Lupe." Some folks might want to turn their head because I have some choice words for this whole "We Want Lasers" movement and Lupe as an artist. Um, Okay, first off, I like, I really like Lupe as an artist. I enjoy listening to his music when it's available to listen to. That being said, this nigga Lupe really be on some scared of failure ass shit. He is uh, his own worst enemy, and he's really fucking up royally. Um, it's kind of weird because he starts off basically saying, I'm a fan of his music. But later on, it's kind of like he tries to pull back and be like, well, we're kind of friends too. But it's like... You, really? if you're my friend, pick up the goddamn phone, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't be yeah. blasting me yeah. on Twitter and yeah. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. That's yeah.
2: I've
0: never really understood that, man. Just like you said, just call somebody. I mean, yeah. um, are we that small minded that nobody wants to talk to anybody yeah. anymore? it's hard for me to believe that they're that tight.
1: So that again. And he would feel like it's cool to do this. Mm. Like, that's right. Just like be that type. Like, like I said, criticism tells you a lot about the critic too. Yeah, so this exactly. kind of tells you like he wants some attention too because he's using Lupe's name. To get his exactly. name out there, exactly. people
2: ain't reading these tweets because they was like, like "Oh, prolific." Yeah, oh, yeah it, was, it was more. Pro-lific. It was more. You talking yeah. about Lupe like this? So y'all yeah, see? Exactly yeah, I'm what sure a lot
1: of people just start tweeting out like, "Yo, this dude going in." And everybody's like, "Word, follow, follow, follow." Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, all right. So he says, um, uh, "Where do I begin?" He had, he does such a. How does such a talented individual like Lupe become such an utter disappointment? And it's his own doing. First, you penalize your fans for wanting your music. You make a short mixtape. Then, when your material gets leaked, you throw a temper tantrum. Uh, what kind of artist penalizes fans for someone leaking their music? You should be happy people want your music. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. Man. I'm sorry. This is the internet. It's 2010 no more. That's this. the
2: model. That's the model of the music yeah. industry right now. Nobody
1: yeah. is going platinum anymore. No, Yo, you um, get five hundred thousand. You done yeah. had a good day. 250,000 Yeah, you like those days of Eminem selling like twenty million records. That shit ain't happening again. Yeah. Now when I can get it for free, yeah. I know so free 99 is all I want to pay. Um, uh. <laughs> uh In a state where uh, everyone is rising to success by giving away free music, Drake, Wayne, Gucci, etc. Lupe chooses to hoard his music, which, which results in what? People forgetting about you, which is why Lupe did not make any list on anything when he should be a top three. Uh, ain't no release date on We Want Lasers because ain't no fucking hits on it. Because Lupe refuses to make hits. Not that he can't, he won't. Uh, it's like you forget what, you got, what got you here in the first damn place. You, want, you were set up to be D1, not a reflection of what your name means, uh, Lupe. Uh, there is no reason why you shouldn't be mentioned in the same conversations as Drake or Wayne, etc. People say who when you mention Lupe Fiasco. Um, now, one thing that is kind of whack is comparing him to Drake, Wayne, Gucci man. Like that's kind of the way I feel about that dude comparing my podcast to a radio show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's it was from jump to me um, in the articles I read. And I, I did uh, I did link one. And I'll read it later. But the articles I read when he first came out. He was always on some, like, the radio. The record business is shady. I'm not really part of this machine. Mm-hmm. And I know that my time is limited. I'm going to retire after three albums. And he never wavered from that. Even after The Cool came out, he was like, I'm retiring after my next album. Like, he ends The Cool with, my next album will be called Blank and I will retire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's kind of um odd to hear this dude be like, well, this is what got you here when it's like, well, did that really get him on? Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. how, like, he didn't like really have hits on his first two like albums. Mm-hmm. Like I think Superstar got pushed hard, yeah. And that was by the label, and which is might be why they're reluctant to release We Want Lasers, but uh, or Lasers, but um, like Superstar got pushed hard. Mm-hmm. That shit was on every like sports. Uh, yeah, every yeah, uh, exactly. Like, in the game. Yeah, pregame, yeah, exactly. yeah, the, out games, out the out.
2: highlights they showed yeah. before the games. Yeah, exactly. So
1: they really pushed that hard, and um, it was. Uh, I'm sure it was somewhat of a hit for, but it was a hit for Lupe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's not like a hit for Wayne or a hit for Drake, where it's just mm-hmm. like you can't you can't go nowhere without oh, yeah, hearing yeah. Uh, yeah. "New York" by Jay Z and uh, yeah. uh, Alicia Keys. You can't go nowhere without hearing uh, in, New York, "In My State of Mind."
2: Well, um, yeah, just to also shed yeah. light on that, I thought that that that's when I really when I was reading this, that's when I really realized, okay. I feel like this guy might have Lupe's best interest in mind. And that's why I entertained and was able to to see his side of it. Yeah. And, and because I feel like I didn't see him as much comparing him to Drake and Wayne. I mean, he yeah. made that statement because he was saying, I thought he was comparing their level of success. Right. Like, yeah. How we I have to go, how, how we have to hear find your love everywhere we go. Right. But we can't get that same type of response from Lupe. And, I was, and, I, and that's why I was like, yeah, I, I, yeah. why don't I? Because he is one of the most talented guys. And, yeah. and like you said, Superstar was pushed hard, but I think it was pushed hard because it was a, a great record. Oh, it was a great yeah, record. Yeah, it was no a great doubt. record. But you listen to the lyrics. True, you're right. You're right. The, the
1: lyrics on that shit compared exactly. to any of these artists, Gucci Man, yeah, exactly. Drake.
2: Exactly, It was blowing
1: them out of the water. It so it's is. It's oh, one yeah. of those things where, like, People love the chorus, as soon as Lupe started rapping
2: it's like Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and they just want yeah, to get back to like, yeah. oh, I see where yeah. I so see it's exactly not what that really, like
1: it's a hit, but it's like a hit anyone could have made <clears throat> No disrespect to him, but it's exactly. a hit anyone could have made Because most people aren't listening to the content exactly. And my thing,
0: and maybe it's just me, because I'm kind of outside of the Canadian It's like I'm playing apples to oranges to me because the way Lupe rap is so different, the way he phrases his words, you know, just the way he it's so different, and it's so off the beaten path, that artists like that sometimes are hard to promote because when you present it to most people, they're going to be like, what the hell is this? If I can't pop my head to it, if I can't sing along to it, I don't want to hear it. So that's why they had to work extra hard to get it out there, because I I like Lupe too, and I I love a lot of his songs, but most people are not going to Rocket, so that's why it was very important that he released this stuff for free. That's why it was very important that the fan base he does has, he try to make it grow, exactly. yeah. And what's
1: weird too is like some of his success has been kind of um, it's a, I don't want to call it fake, but it's almost been like more promotion than a song. Yeah. Like Kick Push being promoted to the skateboard crowd was more about that the promotion of that song than the actual song. The song's about like. People are having like abuse at home and mm-hmm, yeah. shit like that. Like, yeah, exactly. it, like yeah. the song is kind of fucking serious if you listen I mean, to the water, serious yeah, song. Exactly. But if all you wanna do is kick, push, kick, yeah. push, and coast and just rock to that mellow beat, yeah. then that's you know, that's most people, that's all they're gonna get that's out of That's right. But when you listen to like um the hits of Lil' Wayne, uh, Lil Wayne, Dre, Goochman, the people he mentioned, they're so simplistic. I don't know if Lupe would want to do that and without, like, how would he feel about his own integrity mm-hmm. to, quote-unquote, dumb it down? Yeah. Like, how would he feel about dumbing his shit down mm-hmm. for money? Like, Jake said, when he said, I dumb my shit down, double my dollars, uh, y'all criticize me for it, but y'all all all you Like, how would he feel about that? Because I think one thing that struck me about Lupe is that his integrity is pretty much intact. Yeah. No matter what happens at the end of this game, like, Exactly. He never really sold out, man Like, exactly. he could have But, like, I remember um, one time they had a hip-hop honors And they wanted him to go up and do Trial Call Quest um, And he messed up the lyrics And afterwards, they interviewed him And they kind of caught him slipping Because he was like, I didn't really grow up a Trial Call Quest fan You know, I'm yeah. here These people selected me to do these lyrics And I tried to memorize them or whatnot But, uh, you really know, sure. this ain't really me Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. You know, I
1: grew up, he grew up on Jay-Z He grew up on, like, Too Short He grew up on, like uh, other type of artists, mm. so uh, but uh, what I'm saying is a lot of artists would have just fronted, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. been like, Oh, nah, because you think I like Tri Call Quest, I will say I'm a Tri Call Quest fan, yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's always had his integrity, yeah. even when it made him look bad, and this uh, yeah, even- I, I,
2: I I agree with that 100%. But I think the records like Go Baby, like that was yeah. one of my favorite songs, like he said, Go yeah. Baby, like. That, that type, of stuff, that's the type of stuff That he is capable of making And making hits with Regardless if he Dumbs down his chords yeah. His lyrics Like you said His lyrics can still stay intact So that's yeah. where That's where I kind of felt like Lupe was copping out yeah. And that's where I Again agree with the political guy Because yeah. you do have The ability to make hits Yes you want to Like his integrity He's probably one of the few guys Who he does put his integrity first yeah. You know it's almost like A death before dishonor Like right. I will, I will get dropped from my label Before I Before I you know Give in to what I want to For my music to sound like but he but he's shown the ability to do that. Well, that's my like,
1: question to this dude, prolific. Cause he like he's kind of saying like you could make hits and you're not. So is he saying superstar's not a hit? Is he saying go baggy's not a hit? Cause he didn't mention those songs as like, this is what you have done. Why don't you keep doing it? He was on some like, Man, you don't have no hits, and that's why the record label stopped pushing you.
2: Yeah. And this
1: album ain't got no hits on it either. So it's kinda like What have you been a fan of then yeah. like
2: None of this shit was a hit to you, like yeah. See, I, I think he just went without saying there, yeah. or maybe you're right. He might be completely discrediting, but I think when he was when he made the statement, you, you getting away from what got you here. I think he was talking about the kick push and the superstar. Yeah, and that's how I took it. Yeah, it? I
1: was well, like, I wanted like like I read into like I read these a couple times. I try not to read too far into what he's saying, mm-hmm. but it's like to to not mention what you feel is, and this is, this is part of why I think it's kind of hating. To not really give him like specific, like, this is what you did well, mm-hmm. You did this, and you did this, and you did that. It's kind of like to vaguely go over the good, and then to really get critical into the negatives. I see what you're it's saying. kind of fucked yeah, up. Exactly. And then, if he hasn't heard the album, how does he know it doesn't have quote-unquote hits? And that's what's stopping it from being released. Yeah. He's assuming there that the label's only not promoting him because yeah. it doesn't have hits. What I'm thinking is... Lupe's never had the commercial success of these other artists. That's yeah, true. Man. And the record label just said, fuck it, man. Look, we tried. We put Superstar out there. We pushed that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a good song, but we are the ones making sure it gets pay- played before Sports center, before uh, NFL countdown. Yeah. We're the dudes yeah. that do that. We paid the money for that, and it didn't work. Your last album did not sell what we thought it would sell. Mm-hmm. You're not the hit maker we thought you were. And I think they said, "Let's just ease up. We don't think we're gonna put this album out." Mm-hmm. And um, not, and Prussie probably has a three record deal. And record labels do this all the time to get you to sign a, n- a longer deal. They'll be like, "We won't release your album." So yeah. you're now beholden to us forever until exactly. we decide. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's politics, and who knows what's really happening there. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Let's see what else he said. Um, There's no reason why you shouldn't be remen- mentioned in the same conversation as Drake or Wayne, etc. People say who. Oh, okay. And why do they do that? Because Lupe is so damn scared to fail. He lacks the heart to take a risk. So he's had a career of playing it safe. So like he's talking about his whole career. He's not saying yeah, exactly. Like, just, just this, 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 this album, just this mixtape. He's yeah. like, dude, you've never been what I want you to be. You know what I'm saying? And to me... I'm thinking he's always been himself, and you want him to be something else, and he just ain't gonna do that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, so um, I want to get I, I want to get into Lupe's response, but let me see if I find anything else. But um, but Lupe fans do not want to hear all that crap. All they want is music. Fuck what you talking about, dude. Do your job. Uh, Jim Johnson didn't want to waste a hit on Lupe Fiasco because he intentionally associates himself with losing. I mean, lazing. I mean, loser. Laser. shrugs. So I mean if that ain't hate. I don't know what that is, man. so. Yeah. I mean that's just some extra shit. Like yeah, a friend, that was. Yeah, that was. I, as an old former friend, so now you're saying he's a former friend. I'm disappointed. As a current fan, I'm disappointed. Enough is enough. Get off the bullshit. And now this is one thing I will say too. At rap is I don't know if any every music genre is like this, but rap specifically, no one has success without pissing somebody off. Everyone, Jay Jay Z got Jazzo and 30 other niggas that hate Jay Z
2: because
1: he got on and they
2: didn't
1: get on. You know, like, I really like that. Yeah, Nas with Core Mega. Like, why can't motherfuckers just be like, man, you got on, I tried, I didn't?
2: I think it really speaks to, I mean, let's stay on this because I don't want to open another Ken Worms, but it really speaks to who makes the rap music. You got a lot of inner city guys who grew yeah, up and true. that's just, that just speaks to the, the, the society, you know, of, of our black community that, a yeah, lot of times, a lot, I mean, a lot of times, you're going to see, I mean, it's probably 30 niggas right now. Like, man, I played Anthony Martin high school. That nigga's not good. Yeah. I mean, you probably got 30, 35. I mean, you know, you got 30, 35 niggas like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So it just really speaks to our black community. Like, oh, I, I, he's not that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, he's not we'll that. Well, quick to know, down. You know, you, you get that a lot with, with us. And it's, the thing that's weird is,
1: like, I can see if it was somebody that made it. Like, I actually would take this criticism more to heart if it was somebody that was like, yeah, from like I'm a- on too like if it was like say it was uh and I'm not saying these dudes associate but they both from Chicago so let's say if it was like Kanye West or yeah. it was like Common exactly and he but, was like look man this is what's holding you back yeah like I, and I'm successful I, yeah, I don't I, yeah, have exactly. any reason
2: to envy you exactly but
1: I think you're great and I think you're wasting your talent because you're not you know trying to sell records more actively
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you're not trying to make hits more actively like I would actually be like well damn you know that dude was making a point but actually the best thing that happened to this dude's day is talking shit about oh, Lupe you're right, so you're that's right. like a bad look for
2: him you're right. in
1: a way but um alright so um
2: he even got on that Japanese cartoon group that Lupe's yeah. got which I mean that's just that's one of the things where I can see what he's saying he's kind of hating because that's just something Lupe wants to do is do yeah. that Japanese animation I'm one of the people that he spoke about I was like I don't really know what that is or care for that. I right. want to hear more of your music, right. but if you want to do the Japanese animation group, like that's what Lupe wants to do. You know, yeah. so that's where I can see how you can say prolific was hating.
1: Yeah, it's just yeah. Like I don't, I don't really. I'm not. The only thing I really hate is haters. That's yeah, exactly. just my thing. Like I don't really get too upset about anybody except when people just hate, it. and it's just like, yeah. why you gotta be like that? And this, exactly. this is one of those moments for me where I'm like. There was probably some good in there, but then there's so much negativity in there that seems like extra. Yeah. Where it's like, why, why'd you have to take that route? Why don't pick up the fucking phone? Yeah,
2: exactly. Right. Like yeah, that's where. That's where send it's emails, like. Yeah. Send the like emails. That's what I want to know—the dynamic of their relationship. Like, where did it get to the point where you can't call them, even though y'all are so-called not friends anymore? You you refer to him by name like you obviously know, dude. You can get his number and call him and have this conversation.
1: Yeah, and it so, was kind of it was just kind of extra man. Yeah. And, um, I, I was gonna talk about his response to this criticism, but I want to get more into um, something that I found today, but I read a long time ago, and this is a, a article um, on MOG.com. Um, I don't know what that stands for, but it says uh, Lupe Fiasco still plans to retire despite upcoming album release the cutthroat politics of the recording industry isn't for everything everyone this is now this was over two years ago that this was posted like this mm. is not something new um despite grant gaining a strong following among hip-hop fans lupe has had enough he originally announced his retirement a few months ago, but not many people took it seriously. His new album, The Cool, is slated for release before Christmas, and he continues to sing the same tune. He isn't leaving the industry altogether, but as far as recording new albums, he says he's done. Um, I think I'm obligated for like three more records out of my label after The Cool, but you ain't necessarily got to them Laughs. If you don't really want to do to, uh, if you don't want to, you don't necessarily got to keep recording, but as far as quitting, that's just record, recorded music. Lupe tells Ben Westhoff of the village voice, the the entity of recording music really sucks and it's really whack, especially when you're doing it with through a major. It's like you don't uh, make any money unless you sell tons and tons of records, and I'm not selling tons and tons of records, so financially it's like uh, it ain't making no sense. I'm making more money off my shows or off sponsorships or whatever, so uh, you start to feel like it's 1950 again. Like, damn, I just did. I just sign away my life. Damn, I feel stupid. Uh, I still tour. It's funny because I just had the same conversation with Ian Asbury last night. Uh, I was like, this recorded music scene shit sucks, and he was like, yeah, it does. But we'll see. He continued. Uh, so, what will Lupe spend his time on if he's not preparing a new album next year? Writing books, apparently. I'm writing a book now. The book I'm writing is about a window washer. It's deep though. Imagine all the stuff I didn't put into my music because I can't find a word to rhyme with. Um, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to practice how to write for an extended period of time. And writing, you need to. Hit, you you kind of hit a ceiling. I hadn't wrote on it in like a year or two. So hopefully, when I have more time away from recording and on the road, I'll jump back into it. Really good. They printed a chapterette of it in a magazine in London called Black. Um, so like this is a dude to me that's always been like this format is limiting to what I wanna do. Mm-hmm. And this is just one article I randomly found, but I've read like entire more than one article of him being like, like yeah. I'm not gonna do this shit forever.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and so it's like when another dude comes out and he's like, Man, you wasn't on this shit. From jump, it's like no, he kind of was.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: He kind of knew this was a possibility that you know I'm not having the commercial success because I'm not really seeking it. I don't think that like one thing you notice about Lupe is he don't really rhyme about I'm gonna be the best. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. sell the most records. That's not really. Like like, he he doesn't even talk about that shit. Exactly. So um. I think what happens is this is a dude that wants something for Lupe that Lupe don't want want for himself. himself. Exactly. And if Lupe don't value that, I don't hold it against him. I would hold it against him if he really was on some like... You know, kinda like when Drake was on some when he's, he's mixtapes and he's like, I'm gonna be the best rapper ever. My mixtapes selling more than people albums exactly. and it's like, Oh, work? Shit, let me get your album and you get the album you're like, this nigga singing about being lonely.
2: Like, love this is, is like, so to yeah, to, yeah, to, look, to look at the other side of it, like as, like you said, as a fan of Lupe's and right, like seeing right. that he has the talent and I feel like Prolif went too far in his you know, in his, his criticism, criticism. 'Cause he wants so much for Lupe, but like I said, if you look at who Lupe is, he doesn't he doesn't want that. Like even if some people saw our conversation on Twitter the other day, I was like, I look at Lupe as a as a Barry Sanders, like Robin yeah. Smith, Jim Brown, like easily could have been some of the best backs in the game. You know, right. like like stay in the game, like why are you walking away? Right. Like what are you doing? You could be the best, like you copping out. Like right. even going as far as to attacking him, like right. well, you being you being a pump for, for walking away from the game but that's never what he wanted yeah. like you know what I'm saying Barry Sanders they don't Sanders. love the game yeah, he, the didn't, yeah. he didn't Barry Sanders and Jim Brown they didn't want to be in the game so long that their knees are falling off Jim right. wanted to get in the movies like Lupe wants to do other things my, my, my thing though is if he never really wanted the commercial success and to catch the ears of everybody yeah then why did he get in from the start is my only question yeah. you know that's my only question like, like
1: music is that weird thing where it's like you can only like it's almost a monopoly like yeah There's really only one way to really make it big, to to really get your shit out there and get paid for
2: it. Exactly. And that's
1: going to one of these labels. Exactly. But at the same time, I mean, he got himself in that situation. But it's kind of odd to me that the labels thought we could turn this dude into a multi-platinum artist. Exactly. exactly. Like When I hear him, I'm like, that's a dude where I'm like, we can't invest too much in him, but we will always have a hip-hop artist who's dropping classic shit. But... At the same time, it's like that they somehow that label was convinced like we can go get Maroon Five in yeah, the chorus really, yeah, exactly. and this is gonna be a hit. So, um, but you know, my main thing is just that because he's not um, because he never really seemed to be on that. I want to be the most popular dude. I would never in my mind compare him to the artist that ProLiving Living
2: compared him mm-hmm. to exactly. because. That, Those
1: artists do want that, that shit. They,
2: that's, what they, that's what they do. You yeah. know, they rap for that. I'm the greatest. Exactly. Yeah. I see what you're so,
1: I mean, that was really my main problem was criticism. Yeah. And, well,
2: go ahead. No, go and ahead.
1: also,
0: you're almost limited because, like you said, a lot of times the only way to get big is to go through the larger labels. And guess what? They dictate what plays, what's being played on the radio. Mm-hmm. They dictate a lot of stuff. So, if you're off the beaten path, a lot of times they're not going to invest the time and the money and the effort. For off the off-the-beaten artist, mm-hmm. unless you're like a uh, a Jill Scott or Erica Badu, well, I'm more of a Jill Scott. It was like, look, you know what? I know I'm not big yet, but I'm not gonna do certain things unless you just stand flat-footed. And your stuff is just that great. You yeah, yeah. have to put it out exactly, there. Yeah. Most people are not gonna have the opportunity
2: to do that. Exactly. One thing that I was looking at, in, in like retrospective reading the article, and then now that you presented this, and I've just been thinking about it. The new music model, like we discussed, is so based on giving out, going to the internet, like yeah. not going through the labels. Like you see guys like That's Currency, true. and we see Wiz Khalifa, yeah. who has a cult following and was yeah. just lorded like the Breakthrough MC. He he, he was dropped from Warner, and now he's having more success independently. Yeah. So, Lupe's comments were, I don't like recording music because they're frangling he could I feel like this is where he kind of went back yeah. to the bitch ass because he could've easily said okay I'm gonna walk away from the land and I'm gonna do what I see the dude yeah. currency doing who I'm 55 times better than lyrically like I could easily go independent with like an independent label we could just tour like you said he's make, he makes yeah. more money with shows we could just do shows out there the, well, out see, the
1: he's, he's stuck in a uh, in the limbo though because with those artists you like when 50 got dropped from his of doing power to dollar like that's one thing because the label's like
2: <laughs> yeah. We're watch our hands yeah. of you You yeah. can do what the
1: fuck you want As opposed to Lupe where they're holding on to his music Cause they're like we have something here We're not gonna let you walk out the door We can <laughs> Actually they can sell him to another label Which is probably what they're hoping Same yeah. thing happened to Foxy Brown Where it's just like we will hold your music forever yeah. Until someone comes and buys your shit exactly. Or else you yeah. will never release an album again yeah. And he's got them like, It depends on how the label sees you if The label drops you and they see you see you as valueless. That's one thing. They don't see him as valueless,
2: so exactly. he's stuck. I mean, he yeah, it's, it's, I see what you're saying. I mean, I obviously, don't know. that, that was yeah. enlightening right there because I don't know all the ins and outs of. The yeah,
1: universe. I mean, that's that's just something but, I've heard throughout the years of like, and it's been artists that. Uh, a lot of times, people are like don't sign with Bad Boy. Yeah. Cause you will Puff. I had you sign like a three album deal.
2: <laughs> take you released really one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, now you can't. Black, do where anything. is my man Black Rob at? Like where, right. where is, is G-Death? Yeah.
1: B.B. Yeah. had a song dissing Jay Z because he was like, I wanted to get out of my deal with you, and you
2: wouldn't let well, me. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? So like this, the music game is dirty. If it's like once you sign that, that's like I said. One of the reasons I never wanted to be a rapper because is because, of, because rap. of this. Like, I don't mind fucking around with the mixtape, <laughs> but signing over my life, yeah. no, fuck you.
2: One, um, yeah, one thing I think every time I we we discuss is I think of like Red from the Five Heartbeats holding <laughs> that nigga My Office hours, nine to five.
1: Say it with me. Oh um, yeah. That's, um, all right. Let's do some voicemail, <laughs> man. Then we're gonna yeah, get out yeah. of here. Cool. Mhm. Oh, what oh, it's cold.
2: Oh, yeah, man, go ahead, dog, go ahead. We can play this question, man. You wanna hear this? Yo, what up? It's Will Maddick. Uh, just calling to see uh, a little Boy Kevin in the house. you <laughs> uh, all are discussing uh, the Lil Beta Bear. I think it's, uh, I think it's a debate here. topic that should be discussed here on the podcast. So, check uh, me back and let me know where. Uh,
1: so that was Will, the guest from the last podcast, the dude who thinks Ching had a five mic album, um, and he was just calling to check in, uh, see how the Drake debate, quote unquote, went. And uh, you know, if you want to call it a debate, I don't really call it that. I call it discussion because you know, debate to me is more like I'm gonna prove that you're wrong. I think we're just sharing points of view um, and learning about shit. So, um, but what's up, Will? Um, let me go ahead and play this next one. And uh, Kevin's in the restroom right now, so y'all, you know, uh, just in case y'all wonder where he's at, he'll be back soon.
2: Yo, what's know, <laughs> up, Funkadelic Rodman? What's up, Cara Minaj? You ready for Yeah, Yo, this is Hugh. Hugh underscore Salazar from Twitter. Hugh fph dot com to Black Way. But um. Yeah, enjoying the show. you have to keep it going. Um, I've got a question though. Why are all the NFL teams fronting on a man CEO? Nobody wants to sign them, no one wants to talk to him with the because he has his own show and he's got all this game that these people are scared they'll be taking their wives and their women or whatever, or are <laughs> they
1: scared
2: of his flag? Or, or, or are they thinking that Tio is played out like the word flag. I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> stuff, but, uh, good job with the
1: show and, uh, let me you know what you think about this Tio situation. See Alright, man. Thanks for calling Q. Um,. T.O. just got signed to the Bengals today. Yeah, I So, um, So, I guess, you know, it's kind of weird when the Bengals sign people because they always take the riskiest dudes. Yeah, yeah. but you ain't got to worry about T.O. going to jail. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, T.O. stays yeah. out of pre-
0: Now, them women pre- might go to jail checking him down, but he ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: they, owner is really not afraid to, like, I mean, like, I don't even understand. He's he like a halfway house. He, he yeah, all about
0: winning, but he's yeah. so much about winning, to this dangerous.
2: Cedric, yeah. they got Cedric Benson over there. I mean, they got everybody. Yeah, they'll take
1: anybody uh, with a side story and a case. So, but yeah. um, I don't know, man. hopefully it works out, man. I think Carson Palmer's a strong enough quarterback mentally. Mm-hmm. They can handle having a couple of diva wide receivers. Yeah. And also, I think To at that level where he's kind of chilled out. Um, and I hope he stays that way because. Nothing's worse than when T.O. says something and ESPN just plays the
0: Get
2: out of it. God. Damn. It's, it's unbelievable. Nigga
1: can just be like, man, I've dropped a couple passes. Then and that, then and that. Like. It's they, just in. Yeah, T.O. dropped passes, Blaine's quarterback. Yeah. And he tweets about it. Come on. we got another voicemail. i uh, see what this one is. I don't know This motherfucker starts rapping. I used to hands clapping and toes tapping. Pistol and boobies pack
2: and I'm back in the Canada, I've been on my back, and when to pull out some me, the pussy hose laughing. They call me the captain, cause the oh, I'm killing my wife, they call me the captain, cause I got so much cash back, and I got a yacht ass, and no yacht now, that shit happened. And everything is alright. Um, maybe I'm not showing sure my wife It's my girlfriend. Try it again. When everything is alright. <laughs> Cause I'm back <laughs> to work the Whip of Cratch and the Whip Michael Jackson. Alright, well. Maybe if I thought of that a little more, I could have done a better job. Keep up schoolwork guys. I'm I'm out, bitch.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, I, guess, I guess he thought this was the rap
1: line. I'm That's sorry.
2: Yes, he line. did. So our fans are he,
1: awesome. He's for the whole twenty-five bars. Um, uh, I think that was Jason Idiot from um the uh They Might Be Comics podcast. Okay. Uh, I was in that podcast every once in a while. It's They got a chaotic, crazy-ass podcast. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, three white people on Skype making jokes. It's crazy. I'm I'm going to
2: check that one out. So, yeah,
1: check it out, man. Um, All right, so, um, let's see how much time we got, because I'm... uh, We got a couple minutes. I want to just get into a couple um, quick articles. Um... Woman discovers husband's second wife when she sees their wedding photos on Facebook. Wow. Wow. Finding out out that your significant other is cheating on you is hard. Finding out that your significant other has a second spouse is even harder. Finding out that your significant other has a second spouse when you see their wedding photos on Facebook, that's a whole nother level of hard. WKYC WKYC In Cincinnati <laughs> <laughs> Has a story of a woman who they, they, who they call Megan Who went through such an ordeal um, The Cleveland uh, Woman's husband was a businessman Who traveled often so at first She didn't think much of his frequent absences She became suspicious suspicious eventually, especially after her family pointed her towards the Facebook page of a woman who seemed to be spending plenty of personal time with her man. Of course, what happened in Vegas or China or wherever the hell he was flying to (laughs) didn't stay there, not when his mistress was posting pictures and updates of her time with him. The real kicker for... Was she tagging him on the photos or something? No, no. <laughs> Damn. The real kicker for the Cleveland woman is that she logged on recently and saw photos from her husband's wedding uh, with his second wife. Oh, my God. Here's what she had to say. It's rubbing that saw into the wound of already finding out that my husband's having an affair. The pictures are out there for the world to see. It's not just that I have the knowledge, but I see the proof. And everyone I know sees the proof, and the people I know see, I don't know see the proof. If they're going to have the affair, they're going to have the, an affair. Uh... That, but it's extra. It adds impact to the hurt. But when they're posting the things they post about the affair, pictures of the vacations they're taking with each other, the lover, the extra person, just uh, just cause a whole just causes a whole new hurt. So he got two wives and two families. Mm-hmm. He's like big love, but with cheating. Wow. wow. See, guys, if you're going to have an affair, you're going to have an affair. Just don't post the pictures of your second wife on Facebook. That's when the first wife tends to get upset. So, and is isn't a real picture. It's
0: it's more than uh, posting pictures on Facebook that yeah. make you
1: upset. She, th- I think she took it well. She took it better than Dan Gilbert when uh, LeBron left. Yeah. You know? So, she said uh, take it all in stride. She
0: didn't write no drunken angry letters, so I think we, we did
1: good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let me see what other um, article I printed out. Oh. Former BYU student pleads guilty in kidnapping case. Salt Lake City, a former BYU student pleaded guilty to aggravated kidnapping and obstruction of justice after police say he used a stun gun and handcuffs to hold a woman against her will Stetson G.O. Hylum called it an April Fool's joke the prosecutors say the he kidnapped cannot... April Fool's April Fool's my ass <laughs> he cannot... stun
0: gun and handcuffs what kind of damn joke is
1: that <laughs> hey we support the taser um, Not for jobs though. <laughs> Destiny and Geo Halem called it an April Fool's joke, but prosecutors say he kidnapped this victim by luring her into a laundry room, shooting her with a stun gun, and trying to handcuff her. Police say Hal- Halen wanted a romantic relationship with the victim, but she had no interest in him. So I guess them votes was going to change her mind. Uh, can't you see how much I love you? Let me <laughs> turn it up another notch. Twenty-year-old <laughs> Halen could face life in prison for attacking the woman he knew from his LDS ward at Brigham, University, or Brigham Young University. Halen pleaded guilty on Wednesday to both second-degree felonies. He will be sentenced in September, <laughs> on September the seventh. So April fools, motherfucker.
2: Is that really even worth it? Yeah. I, uh, like at what point? Would you? I mean, I don't even have words for
1: that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, and then the last thing I want to talk about my man DMX going back to prison.
2: Didn't he just Why do they keep letting died? this nigga out? <laughs> like he is a he's wow. literally on the rotating door from. Can they just put this nigga under the jail? And, <laughs> and, and when are they going to? Is he still ordained? Like is he still a minister? <laughs> like know. the Lord keeps sending me back in these trials The same prisoners. He's sending me back in, Lord. At
1: this point, does he just have like all his mail sent to the prison? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm just don't even change that. So,
2: you know, I'll the, be back. I bet the guards are like, you know D coming back, right? Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> 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 you leaving prison like, hey man, I see y'all next week, right? Tuesday good for y'all? But
2: oh D left his phone. Oh, you know he's gonna be back later. Yeah, week. don't That's just
1: leave it, don't don't put nobody in the cell. Just leave his cell up. <laughs> wow. DMX turned into turned into the Los Angeles Metropolitan Courthouse on Monday afternoon, uh at two thirty PM to get serving a ninety day sentence. And they keep giving this nigga like 90 days. Yeah, like what? He's been in prison for 30 years. (laughs) And it's all in 90 days, (laughs) contract, sentences. Three months, out for a month, back in. Out for two
2: weeks, back in. It's like the school year. How does our justice system work? Like, you you got niggas that jaywalk and get like six years, and then DMX is doing cocaine, (laughs) anything in the book. We're going to do it 90 days, and then we're going to suspend the last (laughs) 80, so you only do 10 days. Like,
1: what the? Yeah, he's only got to spend a semester in prison. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know. He got the, the year-round program. You know how kids go to school year-round? You got the, you out three months, on a vacation, come on back in. He's like, oh
1: man, I'm on spring break, man. I gotta go do some cooking and shit. Um, he's like, he, to begin something. He got the yellow nine, bus
0: and everything. What the hell is wrong with you, DMX?
1: A 90-day sentence stemming from a 2002 reckless driving charge, according to his attorney. X was... Why like, would they ever call us like a Earl, man? The, he,
0: he is mad master DMX X. and all that stuff. Call him by his legal <laughs> government name. Maybe they mean X
1: like how the slaves used to catch in X her contracts and shit. Just X. X was arrested <laughs> for DUI way back in 02. But, damn, the shit happened in 02. But reached a plea deal for a lesser charge of reckless driving. The rapper's lawyer, Edges out I, I just Southern. If, if that was me, it would say the rapper's lawyer... Rod who did not want to be mentioned, <laughs> told MTV News on Monday, Southern alleged that a series of events, including X having to serve time in an Arizona jail on an unrelated charge had caused a client to postpone his LA sentence. So this nigga had to postpone prison <laughs> because he was in prison. What kind wow. of shit is that? Hey man, I'm going to get back with y'all with this prison time. I actually got to do some more prison time in Arizona real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be out in 90 days. According to visual wow. reports, X will turn himself over to authorities sometime this week. TMZ has learned Rapid DMX plan to surrender to authorities in Los Angeles courtroom and begin serving jail time in a connection to a crime committed five or six years ago. This, according to X's manager, X's manager tells us she's not sure about the nature of the crime but insists DMX is focused. Uh, taking care of all his past legal issues so he can move on with his life. Yeah, so back he's in jail. Gonna, he's gonna just be going from state to state during 90 days like, did I jaywalk here? Oh shit. Right. <laughs> Let me do my Let 90 me days. She's gonna be, she be showing up in office. <laughs> uh, I murdered somebody over here? What is that, 90 days? Alright. Uh, DMX <laughs> is probably out of the doghouse. Ha! <laughs> Oh, this is actually, we read this other article. is the old article from when it got out. All right, man, so um, we need to wrap up the show. Uh, Thank you, Kevin, for Yeah, man,
2: I appreciate it. It was a pleasure. No doubt, Nice to finally meet Karen. Thank y'all.
1: Don't forget, guys, you can call the show and leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. So if you're listening to this right now, we just said something that made you laugh, or made you think, or whatever. You got upset. Yeah, you on a rant, rave. We don't yeah. mind your comments. You have an incoherent, drunken rap to leave at three o'clock in the <laughs> morning and complain about your whiteness. Seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Um, just go ahead and leave us that that voicemail. We will play it on the show. And uh, um, you know, just thank you, man. Go, you know, make sure that you guys go donate if you can to. Uh, the blackouttips.blogspot.com I just put up a new blog there Anything
2: uh, helps. Uh,
1: yeah, any any amount of helps, man. Um, I don't know if it lets you do less than a dollar, but even less than a dollar <laughs> will help. It um, sure will
0: You can change. Change turns into dollars
1: Yeah, spare some change um, And then also, you know check out the Facebook group. We uh, we definitely post shit from there time to time um, and uh you know, leave a comment on our So Until next time, guys.
2: uh Rush in peace, Lorenzen Wright. They found yes. him dead today, unfortunately.
1: Rest so. in peace, dude.
2: That's a sad story, man. Yeah. Um, so let's end it on the sad. <laughs> 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 I, didn't, I didn't mean to drop that at that time, but it crossed my mind. <laughs>
1: Alright, guys. Until uh, next time. I love you. I love you too, baby. Peace.
2: So in the stores You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got box, who mostly go she down to the blue drop. The same old pimp, Mace, you know ain't nothing changed but my limp. Can't stop, I see my name on the blimp. Guarantee me yourself, for brother, double up. You don't believe I'm all in Harlem World, nigga, double up. We'll play around, it's a bet, lay it down. Niggas didn't know me 91, bet they know me now. I'm the young Harlem, nigga, with the goldie sound. Can't p PG, D, niggas, hold me down. Cooler, school me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like woody, true pimp niggas the door on a booty Yeah, know me, like the more money we come above. the more
0: yeah. we see
1: yeah. they want from me, we come yeah, yeah. the more we see I you see me die see me fly, I call all the Rip all the spots, rock all the rocks, cop all the drops. I know we're taking now when all the balls stop. Nigga never hung down and call me on the yacht. Ten years from now, we'll still be on top. Yo, I thought I told you that we won't stop. We won't now, what you gonna do? when it's like I got money much longer than yours. And a team much stronger than yours. lay me, this a be your day. We don't play mess around.